We started last week this, this is a gorgeous mimer, uh, just a wonderful, wonderful mimer about the six days of being blessed by Shabbos. We spoke about it last week, and over Shabbos, remember a few times we had the opportunity to implement what we learned with the words in, in Ritzei V'chalitzeinu. Um, that we daven, Hashem, there should be no tzaras on the day of our rest. And the shayla we had from the Bnei Zachar was, what about the six days of the week? What about the other days of the week? But we're not worried that every, only on Shabbos nothing bad should happen to us. The rest of the week, it's okay if bad things happen to us. So we were learning that if Shabbos is Shabbos and there's no tzaras, the rest of the week is kind of like, yeah, I don't want to say, huh? Yeah, what's that? Yes, protect. There's a shmira. There's a shmira on the rest of the week. Okay. Now, there's two ways to to to, to feel. We're in daf nun zayin, the middle of parak vav. Daf nun zayin, bottom right column. There's two ways to understand that when there's a shmira on Shabbos, so your person could rejoice in the fact that he's not sinning, or he could taste the noyam, the sweetness of Shabbos. Now, this, that's two different, it's two different worlds. You know, you see sometimes with Bali Tshuva, so when they first become from, and they learn Hilchas Shabbos, they get such hana by realizing how much they refrained from doing bad things, right? Because they realize, oh my God, for years, I'm doing things wrong, right? So then they learn a little, they go to a few shiurim on Hilchas Shabbos, Lamatebelachas, and then they spend the first, I don't know how long it is during this period, just rejoicing, realizing... I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And it gives them some kind of hana, knowing that if, if the temple was around, they wouldn't be stoned to death, right? <laughs> but then there's Noam Shabbos. Then there's like, when I'm not happy anymore, or only because I realize that I'm not sinning, but I become happy because I realize about the sweetness of Shabbos. So look what he says. Bottom of the right paragraph. This is a lot of chevra have been asking me. I'm just going to show it to chevra. Yom Machmadim, Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter. So when a person merits and receives the spark of the sweetness and pleasure from Hashem, when you when when you have that moment of Shabbos where there's like a wink, you know, you know the wink happens quite often on Friday night. There's like a there's like that. It's like ah, this is what it's all about, right? So when a person tastes the wink, and that's what brings a person closer. Now, this is very important. This he just labeled, Tshuva Me'ahava. Now, we know Shabbos is all about Tashuv, coming back, doing Tshuva. So Tshuva out of Yira would be the Baal Tshuva that realizes, or let's not even say Baal Tshuva, FFBs that were under the impression that for years they knew how to keep Shabbos, then they go to one Shmir Shabbos, Kiltas year, and they realize, oh my God, we, we didn't do anything like this growing up. So the first few weeks, I'm nizhar. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that, I shouldn't be doing that. Is that tshuva? Yeah, it's tshuva miyira. But when the wink happens, and when there's a taste of the pleasure that comes out on Shabbos, it's also tshuva. It's tshuva me'ahava. That's what he calls it. On Shabbos, tshuva me'ahava. Remember one year before, actually we were, we were already living here, but it was still not, not it was the beginning, it was like, I don't know, maybe nine, ten, eight, eight years ago, nine years ago. So Roshani and Kippur, we would, Bina and I, in the, back then, it was just two girls, I think, we would go to uh, Yerushalayim for Roshani and Kippur. 
I don't even know if Ellie, besides you, if anyone else was here then. No, wow. Amazing. Well, Tom, you were here, yeah. So I would go to Shonen Yom Kippur to, uh, I don't think you were here yet, to Mayanot, to Reb Shloimi Gestetni, to the, the Chabad up there, and, uh, and to do, to, to, you know, lead services. Rosh Hashanah was Thursday, Friday, Shabbos, which happens often. And there, the, you know, davening hours and hours, very beautiful, very special. Very, very special moments in life. Very special. Also, he's a very special person. If he, I recommend, you know, he's a very, very special yid. I have a lot of akras to him. And his, the way he, he doesn't even have to say that much, but his way, what his face looks like, Roshani and Kippur, you see, it's a yid that's really mamlich the bora, but with utmost anava. So there was a lot of uh, strong, strong tefillah. For hours, Wednesday night, Thursday, Thursday night, Friday, all day, then Friday night. And then we thought, okay, so it's going to be, you know, Shabbat Shuvah now, it's going to be chill, right? And then Friday night, Barak, I don't know if you know Barak from, from, from that Hebra, from Barak, um, huh? Holman, right, you know, <laughs> he was chazen Friday night. And the davening Friday, the simcha of that davening Friday night, I will never forget. I will never forget it because it was, I was, we've had Baruch Hashem here, but I remember they taste the Simcha. So Reb Shleim got up and he said, I understand. The last two days, Tshuva Meira, because it was Mamish Yira Vafachad. Now the Simcha of Shabbos, this Friday night, he says, Ah, Tshuva Meahava, the way you said it. But that can happen any Shabbos, that can happen any Shabbos that we tune into the simcha and the norm and the sweetness that Shabbos offers. And that's why he says, this is called Tshuva Me'ahava, bottom over here, bottom right column. Kol echad kifi madregaso, each person in accordance to where they're at. Remember the famous piece in the, in, in, in the Tanya that speaks about this. Kol chad kifum shiure delay, kol echad kifi shiuro. The way the Zara Kodesh explains this, each person according to their bailus, according to their ownership over the media that they're working on. When a person feels that being close to God is good for them, feels good for them, that's called tshuva me'ahava. Now I want to point out something. When I was learning this yesterday, I realized there's something interesting here. What's the alternative? Well, well, yeah, but he said, but the word here, the diuk, is kirva. So he's saying, sometimes being close to the Rebbeinu Shleilam doesn't feel tov. Not only, not only because of a punishment, but also being too close, maybe too intense, or whatever it is, meaning like, sometimes here, like they, they see we're very, very close here, so they're like, I don't know, it's a little bit uncomfortable. Like, you know, like, it's okay. Move up, move up a few, you know. <laughs> right, <laughs> come here, I'll make you feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> so when Dovin HaMelech says, V'anir kevas kevas elakim litov, there was a very big deal. I think he had a machshava for Dore Doros, for generations, generations to come, that it's a, it should be a Pesach Hashar, a school for people that they sh- it should feel good. It should feel good. Not that the, that the kirva should feel good, right? 
And he says, that's tshuva me'ahava. When it feels good, he says, that's called tshuva me'ahava. Now, when is the quintessential time for kiva selokim litov, that being close to God feels good? That is Shabbos. That is Shabbos. That's tshuva me'ahava. That's tshuva out of love. Any closeness that is result that's basically a result of noam, and noam here the best way would be to would probably be sweetness. From having a pleasure and having some kind of a grasping of the nikra tshuva me'ahava. That's why essentially Shabbos we're doing tshuva all day. We could we could be doing tshuva all day. The whole day is just tshuva. Now, to understand the concept ahava batanugim, I want to just reinforce the Tanya Chabura that's still taking place, right? Every morning. These are concepts that you have to, you can't really understand. And we spoke about this last week. You can't really understand anything in Chassidah, any of this form. This is a kivyachal, a breast of a sefer, even though it's not exactly, but this is a breast of a sefer. You can't understand basic concepts that are throughout all the swarm unless you've swallowed, digested, danced with, cried with, laughed with the Tanya. No, you just can't. It won't work. So this, specifically, this perush, this concept, this terminology of ahava bata'anugim, now we can understand it based, based on how we've learned it until now, which would be what? Shabbos is Oineg Shabbos. Shabbos is on, it's about Oneg. The Karat al Shabbat, Oneg. What's pleasure? Pleasure is Vani Kirvasilokim Litov. That it feels good to be close. What's that? Chuva Mahava. That's Chuva out of love. But to understand it as a concept, we have to go, we, take time, or nudge Reb David, Aaron to go into the Ptimius of what Ahava Batan Nugim is all about. No pressure. Moreno, Reb Nassan Zatzal, Omer Belikuti Alachas. Now I want you first to go to a footnote. This is very interesting. Look at the footnote. It says he's going to quote something else, but first he's going to quote another footnote, and I have this list to also say, we plugged in that, now I'm going to plug in Likuti Alachas Chabura, that Reb Chaim is leading every morning in the summer. After the eight ten Shachris in in, uh, in, in Look what he says here. The truth is, we should have quoted first the Gemara here. What is what is what is, what is this Likuti Alachas based on? The famous Gemara in Masechet Shabbos. It says like this. I guess Mordechai ben David had it a little bit wrong, right? Just two Shabbosim, that's what it should be. And we'll all be free. He says just one. I don't know. Maybe it's a chibur of both of them together. So, so he says like this. The Gemara says, if we only kept two Shabboses, then the Geula would come right away. The Geula would come right away. So first, he brings us to a Likute Alachas that says, Rav Nassim says, what does that mean? That a Jew keeps two Shabbos in Kmoshet Tzarich. What does that mean? So he said that the first one is to, 
that the cho- that the focus is a tikkun on the lametes lemos lemeachol. Meaning, basically, the Shabbat Yisrael lamshich tikkun lametot lemeachol Yisraelus that you take in with the kavanas that you've re- of refraining from doing all the malachas that you put that you save all the energy of your koyach aguf to put it in a tikkun of how you work during the week, and then the next Shabbos after that. He says, Lehagish is Noyama Shabbos, to feel the sweetness of Shabbos after you live in a world where for a whole week you were just working Lashem Shamaim. But to be able to just work Lashem Shamaim that whole week, it had to come from refraining that initial Shabbos from doing any melacha. That one way of understanding, based on Rev. Nussan, what it means, Ilmali Shamru Yisrael Shte Shabbos Askil Chansan, Miyadayuni Galin. So again, huh? It's amazing how you down the cops close. I've never heard that. <laughs> Yet. Adain. <laughs> He's refraining so hard from saying Adain for this. You never know. He's a lot of schuyas. You know, he helped us build the shul. Yeah, I asked him. I sent him a message. Did any of you see it? I, I sent him a message when we were doing the... Uh, the um, the campaign, yeah. And uh, I, right away he sent in a video. You guys didn't see this? Did you see it? Mordechai ben David promoting Shirat David? Are you kidding me? Oh my God. I got to send it out again. Half of you weren't even here then, but still, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to send it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's the, first, that's the first thing, right? What is the Indian of these two Shabbos? If it's possible to have complete redemption from one Shabbos, why do you need two, Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shech? Why do we need two? That one Shabbos is about awakening up something. Okay? Awakening something up. Okay, this is very important. This is mamash a nekuda that I wanted to spend a little bit of time on. How often do we get excited about something? And we're sure that what we're experiencing is here to stay. And we're shocked when we meet ourselves a little bit later, there's no, I don't even remember. I, I don't even remember. There's no remnant of what I was feeling. But this happens to us all the time. All the time that I get excited and I'm certain that now I'm going to makabel everything on myself. Right? It's going to happen now. Like a moment of breakthrough with relationships. That breakthrough. And now you're sure, you're certain this is going to last. right? But... It's almost as if when you don't see the fruit of that hisayrus, and you see how much lower you feel the next week or the next day, you're almost ki'ilu, without saying it, I'd rather if it didn't even happen, that teaser. And you call it a teaser, that initial awakening. Our, our Indian, and like, what's so important, like a yesod, and, and, and Rav Cook speaks about this a lot, this is a yesod in our Yiddishkeit, is that when there's an awakening, when there's these hisayrus, 
I have to have a lot of shmira over that hisarus. I have to really guard that awakening, because it it'll end up causing the opposite if it doesn't. If it doesn't, what's the right word? If it doesn't blossom, yeah, thank you. If it doesn't blossom into lemaisa, it's not going to work. So quite often in our lives, when you want to look at moments in your life of gradual growth or whatnot, the best is to always take a, take a look at like a full week, eight days in your life, from Shabbos to Shabbos. Maybe, maybe actually, 14 days, maybe two weeks, to say, what was one Shabbos like? What was the week like? What was the following Shabbos like? What was the week like? In terms of like to, to get a, a sense of growth and being able to really po- put a point on uh, a trajectory of where, where things are going, how I've been with moments in my life, this, this will take a lot of like, he's boninous. This takes a lot of contemplation, introspection, and patience to, to live like this. But if we looked at ourselves like that, with those blocks of time, we would kind of get a sense and a taste of where we're really at. Like where we're at. Where we're at is not how much was I flying that Friday night. Where I I am was, okay, I'm going to remember Friday night. I'm going to remember Shabbos. I'm going to remember the sweetness of Shabbos. Or whatever whatever the Yisrael was. Then I'm going to be very focused on the week. Very focused on the week. Maybe even more than the focus that was on Shabbos. Very focused was on how I conducted myself during the week. Then go into the next Shabbos, which was the Hischas, because the strengthening that comes after the Hisorus, and then I know where I'm at. Then I get a picture of a binyan. That's a binyan. That's a building. That's a building block. That's the way we really, you know, can consciously choose to build ourselves, if we really want it to be real in terms of where we are with the Vodas Hashem. I think you know, as I'm as I was saying this, I really see Tishrei looking like that. You know, the way Tishrei, the way Chazal. The way, that, the way that Tishrei is built is almost like, how do you know? Like, I hate when people say, how was your Yom Kippur? And they give you the from answer. You know what the from answer was? You never heard the from answer? Like, ask me next. Like, I don't know. Then I mean, like, ask me. I'm not asking you, how's your calculation of God forgiving you versus not forgiving you? Who, who am I to know? And how do you know that? Right? It's not what I'm asking you from Yak. I'm asking you, how was... How was how is Yantiv, right? But in a Pnimi way, how is Yantiv, based on what we learned is, will be, because Yom Kippur is Shabbos, Shabbos, and it's the Shabbos of all Shabboses. Yom Kippur would be, based on this, is how are the days that are in between Yom Kippur and Sukkot, which we've learned every year, Bikviyas, the famous Torah from Rav Kook, why those days are Ki'ilu Michutz Lasfira, the days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. Why they're a completely different nature of these days. So, yeah. Uh, just, I'm already telling you to talk louder because I, I can't hear. What? I used to go to these other ones when I had to and not come here. I would walk out depressed. 
walk in there, you know, there's like no, no nothing. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't know. We don't know. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I wanna. Sorry. We don't know what in in the eyes of Shemaim how another minion that may seem to us dead. We don't know what a person's going. I I don't I don't want to I don't want to make up. Of course we don't know. Of course we don't know. How do I? How do I know? Well, he said he said a million times. Like each person in a different way. But I I can't say that. Even though I do believe very very much that there's a he's of course I believe it. But I also know that like if Ben Shapiro came here tonight for davening, he'd be depressed. He'd probably be depressed. I'm saying, we were speaking about before, meaning, Hashem decides when a person's heart's going to open or when it's not, right? But Ba'asher Husham, there are people that at a certain point, at a certain minion, what may seem to me like, like an, a punishment, I don't understand, Bemet, I don't understand the psyche of people like this, but I, I, un, I do believe that they're, Something is happening. I don't know what's happening to them, but there's something, and I don't. Who am I to say that that it can only happen in our shul? I would never say such a thing, ever. Okay, yeah. I would never say it about any shul. Well, then, yeah, I understand that, and I wasn't necessarily. Sorry. I wasn't necessarily asking that question. Right. So, right, so, so, so refine, sharpen the question. Right. Okay. Okay. He's right. It's true. No, he's very. It's, it's a, true. No, it's no, very. Wait, so but but I want to I want to understand the Shaila more based on this. Do people want to have these orders? I be, uh, listen. <laughs> I think that each of us here believe that deep down inside, everyone wants. They just they're not connected to their inner ratzon, so they don't even know what they want. Hundred percent, but he's talking about a basic level. He's talking about a basic level, like if it's even a rutzon to want to wake up, to want to. I believe that every person wants, so they just they're not connected to their rutzon apnimi. Not everyone, you know, yesh be yesh. We're just the you know the select group of weirdos who actually want. But it always starts like that. You know what people look like in the time of the Baal Shem Tov? They would come to the Baal Shem Tov. What they weren't weirdos, they weren't freaks. Of course they were. It's it's like that in every awakening. It's like that in every. You know, it's, it's, it has to be like that. It's always been like that. Remember, Reb Shlomo would call his chavra. You know what he, he would call them, right? Holy, with a different word also, but holy beggars, right? He said, the world thinks we're begging. And what we're really doing is we're begging to give you Shabbos. We're begging to give you a taste of who you are. <coughs> holy beggars. But it's always like that. Like the fact what you described means that that's probably like, no, nothing's changed. It's been the same thing over the years. Right, speak up. And, you know. and, and enjoy the minyan. And you were satisfied. Can't be that. Satisfied. 
Yeah, you tell me Karl Bachman, your Friday night a few years ago, are you out of summer? Are you crazy? Now it's like, how could I not? You know, it's, it's, it's you see, it's, it used to be terminology, Karl Bachman. Do you know that? Do you know? No, but do you know? Do you know a few nigunim of Rib Shlomo? We actually have been singing not b'chavana, just because it's the style. Yeah, it's called Vekas. not the band. I'm saying it's called. You know, it's just called pnimi shifchi kamayim libech, like pouring out, pouring out the heart. It's dangerous to start. Oh, our way is one, the right way. And what are they? No, I know. I know that's not what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. You're saying, could it be that not everyone? needs to have a Shabbos like this, where they wake up and then have a Yishchaz afterwards. Based on the Shita that we're learning from Reb Nassim and Nikutei Alachas, that's, that's the Avodah. Like that, that's what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen. T- you know, when I was in Yerushalayim a few weeks ago for Shabbos, I shared with some of the Chavra, I, I thought that all I wanted was one Shabbos, to go and grab a sefer and sit in the back row of a shul and don't bother me, I'm learning. That's what I thought the time, right? <clears throat> and it really isn't. I realized though, but when I did it, that it, that's actually not at all what I want to do. Because I did that and it was like, mamash, this is not what I, this is really not what I, what I want to do. And I did look around and I said, you know what? Some people would say, a chassid would then go, would start dancing. He would ask the shliach, like the story of Moshe Lugat Shabbos, he would have the chassid get off from the bima, and he said, I gotta do it, I gotta do this strong, right? But because it was a Shabbos bar mitzvah in the shul that I was sitting in the back, I said, I'm not gonna, you know, throw the grandfather off the omad and start, <laughs> start being chassid. And guess what? They were davening Karl Bach Nuslach, and it drove me insane because of the way that it became, it was just like, because even that's parv. There's no, there's no his iris when you go to a place and they, Oh, what are we doing? He'd probably change the nusach by now, Reb Shlomo himself. But I do, I but on the pnimi level is that I do believe every single yidla, whether they're aware of it or not, whether they're connected to it or not, they of course they want yisurus. Of course they believe that. It may not seem like that on the surface with most shuls, but of course I believe that. So of course we're offering it because we believe that. We believe it, believe Shalom. We offer it, we promote it, we, because we believe that that's what people really, really want. So I have to believe, like I have to believe that my Shabbos can be contagious in a holy way. I have to believe that. And I don't agree with what you said, that most people that come here don't come back. Oh, no, I didn't mean, I, That's what you said. Maybe I said, but the truth is, yeah, no. I don't know. Like, I just yeah, it's 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 the it's not like no no. It's, you have to be careful with with with, with specific things because okay. it's just not it's not accurate. Okay, so many, many come, they come one time. They're like, eh, it's not for me. Not because it's not beautiful because it's too long. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, but but that's but you see a missionary lahavdil. He he can't go to sleep at night. With the, with the existence of that sentence, right? Well, our Indian is we're the most anti-missionary movement in the world. It's like so not about that. It's my transformation. I must believe that my experience of Noam Shabbos, of the way he's describing it, that if someone actually saw who I become as a balabait, as a husband, as a father, as a chaver, as a minion goer, if they saw the transformation that I experience on Shabbos, there's no, I don't believe there's 
any yud that's alive that wouldn't, that wouldn't want to taste more of that. There's no way. It's hard to get them. It's hard to get them here. Of course. Of course. No, no, no. So, Rabbi Yaakov Arshakim is not saying you have to bring people in. He's saying, Frederick, you can't go to another shul. You have to go here. Because this is where you're opening your heart. And that's what's going to get other people to come. And you're right. In, inviting people is, is amazing. And having them you know, see the experience is, is great. I hear you. But I don't think that the key is making everybody come here and experience this. But just seeing you, you experiencing it, you opening your heart is getting other people to, it's going to inspire other people to inspire. Yeah. I know, I know the frustration also, like, you know, like, I've had Shira and Marvel here, they're like, oh, I'm so excited, and I tell my friends who are a little more Haredi, or whatever, and they're just like, you know, they don't, and you're just like, well, how do you not see? But, like, everybody's got their own thing in life, now they you connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the poster boy, You're the guy who, I've come a long way, but, uh, you know. No, it's true. When I met you in, in back in the day in Greece, yeah. you'd, be the last person, you'd be the last person I'd be thinking of sitting there. Yeah. Okay. Listen, you know, everybody... Really Hashem decides. Hashem decides. This is not... It's a matna yeah. But again, the point, the point I want to say like this is, even for the person that's coming to taste Shabbos here on a Friday night, if they really want to know, hopefully, what the shul is about, it's not about the Friday night. I once said, like, a year or two ago, up there in... in in the, in the cold cave, right? Um, I, I said that if, if people define our, our kehila as they have the best davening on Friday nights, it would be the saddest thing in the world for me. If that, you know what I mean? Because, not, not, no, it wouldn't be. The, the saddest thing in the world is when people get killed. I enemy. You know what I mean? It would just be a fisfus. It would be a missing of the nekuda. What's the nekuda? This, to me, defines very well on a mission statement level what a lifestyle of hopefully our kehila is. There's awakening, okay? There's an awakening. Then, the, who am I as a mensch? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Where are my middles? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then, oh, then the Shabbos afterwards, I'm strong. Now, within that strength, there's another level of Yisorus. The Chazer, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, when, then I continue. Sunday, Monday, I'm learning, I'm discovering, I'm crying the whole week to figure out what happened this last Shabbos. Again, another Yitzchazko. So it's a shla, you know, and of course it's Ratz of There's going to be, you know, down and up and, and, and the chulei. But I'm part of a Mizgeret that's so much more than do I like the Nigunim on Friday night. It's so much bigger. And I, I'll, you know... I saw these, this transformation take place by people in Eish Kodesh in Woodmere. I saw people that you would have never, ever in a million years think that they would have any Indian of discovering a little bit of their nefesh at all prior to joining the Mahalach that Rav Weinberger Shlita created there. There's no... And this is the Ar Shiva Salem, this is the light of the Baal Shemta. This is the light of the Tzaddik. This is not like our invention. This is the light of the Tzaddikim, which shows up most brightly on Shabbos. I'm glad we. I don't even call it digress. I'm glad you took it there. Not at all. Not, are you kidding me? It's called a Chabura, not a Shir. It's very good. Yeah, hands up. It's good. It's very good. So I give us a, a, we'll stop here, I'll give us a bracha that this Shabbos, like to take 
like in a very strong way. First of all, the first thing he said, tshuva me'ahava, make, make nekudas during Shabbos of tshuva me'ahava. Where was my tshuva me'ahava? Was it more tshuva me'ira? Was it tshuva me'ahava? Point out, nekudas, tshuva me'ahava. Tshuva me'ahava, what is? Ka'echs of noyam Shabbos, the sweetness of Shabbos, a moment of sweet. Say the puzzle. Say the words. For me, closeness to God is good. Say it. Say it. Put out tshuva ma'ava. Emphasize. Don't be scared. The second Indian really is, okay, what's bubbling? What's the Yisairus that's coming out this Shabbos, right? And by being conscious of refraining from work with the Indian of, wow, I'm mamish refraining all my kochos of physical labor in this world, why? Only because of one reason. Not because scientists say it's healthy and the latest research says it's much more, you live a more conscious life when there's one day of rest. It's only because one thing, kivo shavas God refrained from it. <laughs> and that's why I'm doing it. That's the hisarus, that's the awakening. But monitor, now it's not good to plan already for after Shabbos, but monitor your week. Monitor your week in the world of action. Monitor your week with the world of action and then show up again next Shabbos with the Yishaskus. But another bubbling of awakening will happen again next Shabbos as well. And that's how we live from Shabbos to Shabbos. When these two bookends are Kehil Chasa, like the Gemara says, when it's Kmoshet Tzarich, Gibiyad Nigalim. Now, this is, this is like the Shaila. Does it mean that one person has to experience this and he'll bring you to the whole world? Or the whole world has to keep Shabbos like this between these two, you know, the week like this. So that Mashiach will come. When he comes, he'll explain to us if it was because the whole world did it or because one of us did it. But that doesn't pater us from doing it on our own. And showing people that it's possible and that it's the best way, it's the best way to experience being in this very Mashiach in the world. Okay, good Shabbos, everyone. And Shkayach Brenner.